Yep, it's a stupidly small podcast. It's Tuesday, 23rd of June, 2015. I'm Stuart. Hello, Lauren. Hello, Stuart. How are you? Excellent. How are you? Good. I still say how, or still ask how you are, and I promise over the last few months to never do it, but it's just habit. Is it a habit one can get out of? People have been um, genuinely asking very kindly. uh, We've been getting a few messages because I have been banging on about having six for six weeks, Mm. but I reckon I'm past it. I'm going back to work and stuff. Oh, that's good. (laughs) So, you know, there is actually an answer to that question, which is meaningful, at least to me. Welcome back to society. You Thank know, there's you. that whole movement that says you've really got to mean it when you ask that question. Yeah, well, that's ridiculous. <clears throat> Why? Because it's just a social, it's just a social grace, really. Yeah, but if well, what can you say? Good morning, Lauren. How's your hands? You know, like, can you, how are you? Does actually indicate, or yeah, is I a mean, question that could mean a lot? Because if it's just flippant. The person that but might you, be a bit yeah, I think you have to mean tell. it when you're talking to somebody that you know and care about and know about how things are going for them. Mm. Like if I'm mates with you and I know things haven't been so great and I go, Stu, how are you? I genuinely mean it. Mm. You still get the same answer. If Fine. I go if I go to the stationery shop where I know all the peeps and they kind of know me, I go, how are you going? They go, ah, oh, you know, cold, tell you what, or whatever. The internet, yeah. <laughs> you know. They're, you don't need to mean it all the time in, that's in where, exactly the same degree. All right. Was that why are you okay became the thing rather than how are you? It's because it I takes suppose, it away yeah. from that. Yeah. Plus they can make it a snappy little four-letter thing rather I, than yeah, a, exactly. a big question. And I think are you okay as a kind of a mental health thing is, you know, it makes you it, – it, it, you don't actually have to say the words, are you okay? It's just a You're reminder. You Ruok. <laughs> Ruok. <laughs> but, that Bross said, didn't they? Ruok. Did they? Yeah, after the song, I Are You Nothing. Wow. Mm. You know more about Bross than I would have thought you did. Well, I used to dress like them. But anyway, <laughs> continue. <laughs> no, there's nothing. There's no, there's no hope where I was headed. No, it's, are you okay? Are you okay? It's about a bigger thing. It's about saying, it's about sort of, Stopping and thinking about whether or not somebody's deeply okay. It's Who also you're actually all encompassing. Kind of friends with. It is exactly. You can mean so many different things. Are you okay? Well, mm. you know, I'm a bit sad, but I'm okay. Or, no, I'm not okay. Yeah. Or, so it, there's two options. <laughs> <laughs> all or, encompassing. I'm fine. Thank you very much. Yeah, true yeah. that. Now, speaking of being okay. Yes. I was riding here, as I mentioned yesterday, I do ride my push bike here because, it, frankly, it's quicker. Mm. Okay, I'm not trying no, to protect no, the is. environment. I'm not <laughs> trying to get fit. I'm not trying to freeze my ears off. It in is fact, freezing it, out there. Yeah. Yeah. But it's quicker. You don't sit in traffic on a pushy, don't yawn. Now. <laughs> you yawn all the time and I never tell anybody. You sort of do. So, but I had the wind at my back. Yes. And it led me to think. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, yes. It led me to think. Yes. What is What would I prefer? Mm. Right. So, do I want the wind now, or do I want the wind at like eleven o'clock tonight Ooh. on my way home? You know, it's a bit of a hard yeah. one. It's it's almost like do I eat all of that that I love now, or do I save it to the end of the meal? Oh. So, what would you be? Would you be a, a wind first or wind, wind second? First. So you take you take it because of I take it because it's the morning. Mm. You're like already you, – so you're getting out of bed, mm. you're warm and, you're like, and you've got to go into a cold world to start with. Yeah, so right? riding into a headwind would really warm you up. And, yeah, riding into a headwind would. That's right. But with the wind 
behind wind. you. Yes. I, I mean, I mean, sorry, in front of you. Either way, you've uh, you've got you, you're actually you're in the morning, so you're ready for a gear change. You've got to change gears anyway. Do you see what I mean? No. You're all, you've been asleep. You've yes. been totally still and unconscious. I wouldn't call it that. Been very, I've had been having food dreams the last two days that have been just keeping me awake all night. Have you been eating late? I eat late all the time. Mm. But these are dreams like, are uh, the coleslaw is too mushy or the... And then I'm try, I have Anxiety to make all dreams. these... Yeah. Yeah. And Ooh. coupled with, um, I will admit, the last couple of nights, I've had a couple of visitors in my bed because they have been... Ice, Hot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bernie and Tess. The dogs. Yeah. And they... Uh, <laughs> It's been too cold for them to sleep anywhere else but at my feet. Right. Because they, they just go and then they, start, they don't move, but then they start to move throughout the night. So that makes so it So it's hard. a slightly, yeah, it's a, you're skimming along the top of the water type sleep rather than deep. Totally. Yeah. I haven't had deep sleep in a while. Anyway, mm. so you'd go the early. I'd go the early because the other thing is when you're coming home, you've, you, you'd have to do that whole adjustment again. Right. Let me put it to you this way. Last night I was riding home about 11 o'clock. Yeah. And to the strongest headwind I felt in a long time, and it was a slog. It would have been the worst. End of the day, you just all you want to do is get home. That's right. So, but you're saying you'd rather the tailwind in the morning. No, you didn't say. You said a wind any at any any kind of like. No, no. This is what I'm saying. It's tailwind versus headwind. Oh, is it? Yeah. Would you understood the question? Yeah. Would you prefer the push along or the barrier? Oh, I see. No, yeah. You want the push home. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, now that, you've completely changed your argument. No, I haven't. Well, to, the, I thought, to myself and no, our uh, listener. Uh, no, 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 no. I thought you were saying there's a wind at all that's annoying. Mm. When's it going to be? And I was saying I'd rather have it on the way home. Oh, okay. Because in the morning, it's a temperature thing. We're on different pages. Well, you don't understand my thing. No. In the morning, I, I, want, I want to do, I want to have. I want. I want. Can wow. I? Can Penelope. Oh, because this whole thing is not you centered at all. Hey? No, no, it's not actually. It's more about what would you prefer? You. Mm. So I'm not allowed to use the yeah. first person when just, I answer the question funny, about what really, I'd prefer. You know, using I when you speak is mm. I, I'm very sensitive to it because I heard someone bagging someone on radio once. Yeah. And, um, and I listened, and it's really stuck out from there that this person kept. Referring to themselves in the, in the first person. I this and I think this and I, 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 I. And I think that it's a very hard thing to escape. But <laughs> Do something, you? Is that what you think? I think <laughs> that you are right. Yeah. But it's one that you should really endeavour to not, uh, to not o- go overboard with. I don't know. Well, sometimes. Don't you? <laughs> See, that's super. It's going to be super annoying for the rest of your days. No, it's not. No, yes, it will. No, you try. You try to bury very little things in my life that mm. are going to annoy me for the rest of time. <laughs> That's one of your aims as a friend mm. is to ruin, mind bombs. ruin a couple of, yeah, mental mind bombs for somebody else. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I got to say the whole riding into a headwind thing, I have in my past <laughs> yeah. pulled over. The bike. Oh, and called taxi. Parked it and walked. When it was a short distance. It was in North Fitzroy. I was a student. That's even worse than a short couldn't, distance. I just was like, uh, no, I can't do this. <laughs> I got off the bike, no. parked it. I remember it. I remember where I parked it. It was near a church. Why didn't you just push the bike with you? 
I was, I think I was carrying, so I don't know. It was, I was just like, this is all too hard. <laughs> I've made it too hard for myself. Mm. I've tried too many things and then there was a headwind and it just was the straw that broke the camel's back. Would that be the worst? And now the camel needs to take all of her stuff home that she's got. Yeah. Yeah. Would that be the worst that Mother Nature can hand, throw at you? What? A headwind. A headwind. Well, I'm not, you've got to take, no. no, you've got to take bushfire <laughs> off the table. And what about, you know, rug, oh. rugged sea? Like... No, let's take let's take off uh, level one Mother Nature, yeah, and go to day to day Mother Nature, right? So you don't include hurricane, okay. tornado, um, tidal wave. I don't know when it bushfire. rains. When it does that rain that it does in Melbourne sometimes, where it kind of rains up, you know, it rains in so many directions that an umbrella is not going to help you. No, you're stuck if you're not if you're not somewhere safe, like mm. somewhere that you can. You just yawned, and I'm just going to tell everyone. Mm. Um, you know, if you're not there, then you're you're done. I reckon that's pretty bad. Worse than wind, headwind, headwind. There is nothing <sighs> more that Mother bad. Nature can throw at you. I don't know when we did. What the... about a hot headwind, a northerly? Oh no, that's disgusting. That's what I mean. That's There's nothing disgusting. worse than the hot northerly. Yeah, maybe you're right. In the level wind. two category, by the way, I'm not downplaying the level one um, big deal. What Mother about Nature's. sun? What about like extreme sun, and you can't escape it, and you've got no sunscreen? That's pretty bad. Yeah. I think they're all pretty do bad. We, do we come across extreme sun very often? What? Yeah. Are you kidding? Hmm. Are you kidding? No. Are extreme you, sun. Are you kidding? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding? Yeah, we do. So basically We're Mother Australia. Nature sucks because it, we've said wind, Ex- rain and sun. What else does she do? Extremes are Is pretty – no, I'm talking about extreme. We're talking about what, what's the worst. Yeah. So all th- and, but we, they're we all think extremes. All three. We think anything to do with weather, extremes is bad. There's no one worse one. One worse one? Uh, well, I mean, they might be depending on your perspective on things. But I reckon that they're all pre- – extremes of weather are pretty full on. Well, luckily they're, they're becoming less and less, which is an important thing. <laughs> That's true and everything's going really well for What about us. golf ball-sized hail? Mm. That's almost we don't like get a that personal much, attack, a personal physical Somebody attack. pointed out to me because the reason I, uh, I said about the rain is during law week – where we were outside at the at Fed Square for hours at a time, uh, it was raining mm. all the time. And it was just cold and dark. It was really dark during the day and there was wind and there was rain and everything. And some of the people who worked in their 24 sevs mm. got like the flu and stuff Yeah, um, because it was just unbelievable. Well, weather doesn't give you the flu though. Yeah, I know, but... They got a cold. They, they were getting... A, they were getting sick and then yeah. the weather pushed them over the sure edge. they did. Anyway, <laughs> um, I, I, we were talking about the weather and whether or not it was it, it was never quite worth packing up and going home because whereas in Sydney or certain other parts of the world, but I'm just going to go with Sydney, when it rains, <clears throat> it can do your golf ball-sized hail. It can rain for half a day hard, mm. you know. And in Melbourne, it doesn't tend to do that. It tends to go shower, shower, sh- stop, shower, shower, sh- drizzle, shower, shower, sh- stop. Like, yeah. and it is true. Whoever it was who told me that is is right. Like, that's the thing about Melbourne weather. You don't get your big hailstorms, hailstones, quite so much. Mm. Those stories always come out of Sydney. You know those ones where the three years ago we had golf ball hailstones in in March. Yeah, but. That was like freakazoid and and Damaging end of the world and wild. stuff, but that does happen much more in a sort of slightly more tropical. <laughs> We're talking climate. about the weather. Oh. 
You brought it up, buddy. <laughs> well, I'll, no, but I was just asking what you preferred, and we've just, we have actually at the end of this mm. just realise that nothing is worse than anything else. I mean, hot northerly is probably the worst. But this is like the summer winter argument that we had. Well, there was no argument. We tried to um, ban summer. No, you did. And we were successful. No, you How's no. the temperature now? Yeah. No, but my point then was, and is now, that you will always think, oh, summer, oh, when it's about to be summer. You know, <clears throat> when you're, you always think, oh, it's cold when it's cold. You know, you know that thing of, I much prefer, I'm, I much prefer it when it's hot because you can take off layers, you say, in the winter. No, no one ever and says that. And then in the summer... You say, I much prefer it when it's cold. I like warming your feet by the fire and having a marshmallow. You know, like <laughs> the grass is always greener is my point. I always prefer winter. Mm. Well, then you deserve the headwind. Stupid. Stu, we're going to keep it short. What do we got? Ah, uh, well, it's <clears throat> what's in my phone? Okay. So... This what? has been a <coughs> sterling podcast. Well, no, look, it's been an odd one because uh, I will admit, and I should, I should admit that I'm actually very ill. <laughs> it's just non-stop. <laughs> so I, at the moment, I'm, um, I can't poor, actually concentrate. Yeah, poor thing. And but I anyway, don't, yes, continue. <clears throat> but um, I'm going to. Well, I think we're going to, in fact, mm. plod, plod, pod, a uh, pl- plug a yes. podcast each. Fantastic. All right, I'm going to go with the local one. Okay, good. It's a brand new one. It's only one episode old, so you, so you can get down to the ground level. Ground floor. All right. It's our uh, old buddy, G-Moz, who used to uh, work with us once upon a time. Mr. Morrow. Moz Wiener. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's got the Stories of You podcast, mm. which I think is just going to be uh, a whimsical, not whimsical, whimsical may, may suggest that there's no serious content, but it's more just a chat. And people's stories and, you know, one of those ones that will just creep up on you. Okay. Like a lurker. But nice. uh, you can, I think the best way to find it at the moment, because it's so young, mm. is just go to Twitter at S-O-Y, so Soy Podcast, at Soy Podcast. Oh. It's called Stories of You. Check out episode one and nice. uh, maybe you can stick with it. You can be one of those people who says, uh, I listened to yeah, that. Yeah, this is the, since the first one. Yeah. So congratulations, Gmoz. Good to have you as part of the Pottersphere. The Pottersphere. Mm. Like it, Farrell. Yeah. Yeah, worth getting out of bed into a headwind for that. That's right. What do you got? So, um, I have yeah been listening to a lot of potties lately, and this one is the Sydney Writers' Festival podcast. Oh. I used to go to the Sydney Writers' Festival every year because it's the best, mm. and... Um, and Are you invited this year as one of mind you, Australia's 25 funniest people? <laughs> no. Uh, mind you, I, uh, I must admit that was before the Wheeler Centre. And now there are sort of events of a similar kind of calibre at the Wheeler. I just feel like the Wheeler Centre has filled a bit of that void that mm. used to be there. Um, <clears throat> however, they still do have these amazing international guests mm. and brilliant. They've just figured it out. It's a beautiful festival. It's on the water in the... Winter sun and there's coffee and there are books and there are people talking about ideas and stuff. Mm. I know it's the arts and you don't like the arts. I don't necessarily um, like the arts. I'm not sure if I'm big on people sitting around talking about ideas. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah. Heaven forbid we What's should think idea, through anything. What's your idea, Xavier? What's your idea? Yeah. Oh, well, my idea is... You know what, Stu? <laughs> you say that, but you actually do talk about ideas. You talk about them frequently on this podcast. I'm stupid ideas. Ideas to do with... No, you don't. You talk about ideas to do with society and bigger... You're always going, do you think the reason for that is that we're becoming more X, Y, Z? Like... You do actually enjoy having those conversations. You just don't like the idea of it because you think somehow that it's elitist because you feel like the arts is an elitist. Oh, I do not. Organi- yes, you do. I do not. Well, at least that's how. I think, I think ex- uh, proclaiming that you're going to talk about ideas might be a bit elitist. Oh, heaven yeah. forbid. We, uh, what is this anti-intellectual thing anti-intellectual. that Australia but has? But just keep your intellectualism to yourself. Wow. That's a joke. I mean, wow. like, just do it. Get on with it. It's like anything. Don't well, so you tell us you're going to do it. Just do it. So you can't you – know, you know what? The, one of the podcasts I listen to, Ooh. and the reason I'm annoyed is that I mm. am still annoyed at the fact that you said the other day, oh. what is the point of the art? You know, it's a tough one whether we should fund the arts. No, I don't know. Yeah, it's we're a tough one. We're throwing it out there. It's we're just throwing one. around some ideas. Well, yeah. You know? See? And you don't um, mind throwing around ideas when they're in that context. But when, hey, as soon as there's a – you know a, what I didn't say? Hey, Lauren, here's an idea. Oh, so someone starts, a, someone starts a theory with here's an idea. No, then you nobody know. does that. I'm describing the Writers' Festival and you said what do they do and here's what they do, right? You're describing that we all sit around and drink coffee and there's books and there's water and then we talk around ideas. Anyway, the point is Uh-oh. that there are in, – in this podcast – so, for example, the f- first episode I listened to was Norman Doig or Doig. I don't remember how you say his name. He's Doig. the guy that wrote uh, The Brain That Changes Itself. And if you don't think that books and ideas can change the way people think Mr. about – Mr. Plasticity has got a few good ideas. Well, if you don't – if you, then you're not listening because he has read – he has – that book was a bestseller. Mm. It's a book about the brain and the way mm. the brain works and it's changed – it's just changed so much in the way that the public can think about their own health, basically. And his next book is uh, – it, it, it just looks absolutely brilliant. I haven't read it. Um, but it's discussed with uh, Norman Swan from Radio National uh, and – Swanee. The both the Normans actually mm-hmm. together have a discussion, and it's at the Writers Festival. It's so called two Norms chatting. <clears throat> yeah, so it's in a, it's in a big hall, and they're having a conversation about uh, brain plasticity, but also about um, psychology and how he says, for instance, um, in defending his work, he says uh, modern Western medicine separates the the first thing you do is you separate things out into groups of symptoms and you separate until you separate and separate and separate until you've got lots of different things so you go you know Parkinson's is different from MS in the following ways and MS is different from uh, an acquired brain injury in the following ways and you the job of medicine in the way you learn it in western medicine is to separate those things and to look at how different they are and to then analyze them on their own um, on the, on their own data. What he says is what he does is looks at what the similarities are, and it's just an entirely and it's a sort of a holistic approach. So he does some of the stuff that he's starting to learn about the way the brain works tends to cross over with kind of Eastern ideas about medicine, mm. and um, it's a really interesting conversation. Anyway, 
I guarantee that this podcast, the Sydney Writers Festival podcast, has lots of really great discussions in it about um, smart stuff and interesting stuff and funny stuff with really some of the best thinkers. I guess I'm not allowed to use that word because it's elitist, well, but yes. in the world. Um, you can call them brain users. Who are having conversations mm. about ideas. Ooh. I really recommend it. Speaking of ideas, remember Dr. Yolan Lim? No. Oh. You just reminded me of him when you were uh, talking about East and West medicine. East meant West, West and philosophy. No, I don't know what. Eat, eat meant word. What he used to say, he should be famous on a TV ad. Anyway, Dr. Yolan Lim, look him up. Dr. Yolan Lim, that's your contribution to the conversation, is it? <laughs> it's my idea. It's my big ideas. <laughs> you know what? I've never been asked to perform at the Sydney Writers Festival. Yeah, I wonder why. I've written. I wrote an article once for Stealth Magazine in Sydney. Yolan Lim. Yolan, I think it's Yolan Lim. Yolan Lim. East meets West, uh, Western philosophy. Okay. Something like that. Yolan. <laughs> All right. Um, he was way before his time. I am. It's going to take me a while to forgive you for your comments about the arts. Ah, uh, look, you know what? I didn't bag the arts. You know, I threw a little bit out there. I threw a little bit of. Um, like bait in the water to attract the art shark, and here she came, hungry as a wolf shark, and yet didn't appreciate the bait. Here's the thing about the art, right? Because uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> the bait is still there. The thing about the art is back in a shore, What do you think? Mm. What do you think? You know, Game of Thrones is or Porno? what do you? I think, haven't seen it. Okay, but what do you think? You know, all your favourite TV shows that you watch are get smart. Um, they're all the arts. You think of the arts and you're thinking of like somebody macrameing and No, I'm not. And or interpretive dancing the you're constitution really or to the something. Converted here. Not even converted. There's no need yeah, to you, be converted. I the, threw out an idea oh. because that's what us thinkers do. <laughs> and then you rather than um, I just, process I, it and then come up with something at the other end of your brain box have no, just that is dwelled what I'm doing. on my initial I'm, point. I am processing it and dwelling. I am allowed to process and dwell at the same time. Well, at least you can multitask. The thing is you can't bring something up like that and then not have it met with its opposite in, you in can, an yes, argument. But then it stays in the boxing ring. It doesn't come down to the shops with us afterwards well, for a milkshake. But you bring it down to the shops with what your whole it? ideas. What do you mean they talk about ideas? <laughs> <laughs> I just think I just think, you know, if you if you're actually gonna if you're telling people you're gonna be talking about but ideas. But who's telling them that? The promoters. No, they're not. Say so, yeah. I said it when I was describing it. Yeah, if, because you, know you were what? reading straight off the um, pamphlet. I wasn't. You see, you can't just make things up. Yeah, mental pamphlet. Here is the thing that I think you're trying to say. Uh-huh. If you call your festival the Festival of Dangerous Ideas, yes. then you are promoting it as a – you're saying it's, you know, controversial and we are all got big brain boxes in here and you have to – by tr- like trying to bust out of the mold and stuff, mm. and it's a it's essentially just some conversations in a room. And yes, some of them might be about you know cutting edge things that um, people don't like discussing in their lounge rooms. And maybe it's you know there are some ideas there that are being discussed that aren't so mm. palatable for everybody. But that you're you're putting you're elevating yourself by describing it like that. He's doing, he's miming. I just hate him so much right now. You've been driving me crazy with this. He, is, he just mimed 
A big, like pulling in a big fish. <laughs> uh, anyway, You're big fish. You're, You're a real just... big fish. And yeah. it's time for us to go, my little friend. Real lady. big fish. Your favourite band. Yeah. All right. It's time for us to go, little buddy. Mm-hmm. Oh. Will we be back tomorrow? I don't know. <laughs> Frankly, you, know, you sit down and have a think about it. Come up with some I'll big think ideas. Of some big ideas. Oh. And you know, we'll, uh, we'll regroup, regroup. So cross. And it'll be hump day tomorrow, so it means we get to just shoot, hey, it will too. Shoot the shizen and take it from there. All right. Okay. <laughs> you just head into the headwind and. Well, I'm actually heading towards the city, so no headwind. So you're stage. walking with me? Yeah. That's gonna be an awkward walk. Oh, silence. <laughs> <laughs> see you tomorrow. Uh, see you tomorrow, Stu.